Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk about the latest happenings in pop culture to make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. Today we're going to be talking about James Charles, Lauren Conrad, and Alicia Keys, drama, a sentence I never thought I'd say, as well as touching on Miley's appearance on Call Her Daddy with Alexandra Cooper, and then we're just going to do whatever, take, do whatever the one blows us. <laughs> so um, let's discuss... up emily what is good audrey i was gonna ask you first because i feel like every time i've listened to the last ones you always ask me first and it, it makes me feel like a, a very selfish oh god oh my god it literally froze already okay <laughs> oh you guys i am coming to you live from my beach cabin in kameno island and the wi-fi situation is not great i'm just gonna just gonna put it out there um, you know, my Nana really does not want to have Wi-Fi installed, which is totally fine. Um, but I do need Wi-Fi for work. So I had to go knock on our neighbor's door and I don't think I've ever met them before cause they're newer. And I straight up had to just be like, so listen, could you potentially <laughs> provide me with a password? And they were like super nice about it, but they were also a little bit weird about it. They were like, please do not give this to anyone else. And then they were like, and just to clarify, you're using this Wi-Fi for work right? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> this is work and I'm using the Wi-Fi, but it's not great. Yeah. Your Nana's on my shit list because <laughs> you're already cutting out, but it's chill. <laughs> Someone please start to go fund me. Oh my God. Oh my we need, we need nicer mics and we need better Wi-Fi. Like we do. I mean, one day we're going to get nice mics, but until then I'm going to sit there with my insignia pro 49, 49-7420 and you're just gonna have to be okay with that listeners okay okay sorry for any popping i feel like after we launched our first episode everybody was so nice and they were like oh my god it was really good we loved listening to it um there were some audio issues and i was like i know we are aware like sorry we're about poor. a sound editor like give me a fucking break i'm doing it for the culture <laughs> i give up I but we're up. gonna work on it you know and we're going to work we're gonna, on it. We're going to get better, you know, as time goes on. We're going to be pros. I actually feel like without my knowledge that I took away from the School of Journalism and Communication at the University of Oregon, we wouldn't even be this far. So I'm taking everything in stride. That legit sounded like you were doing a commercial for them. Thanks well, to the University of Oregon, I know, blah, 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 blah. This is Audrey Weatherhead, and I am a 2018 alum. Oh, God, that was so long ago. <laughs> Dude, I know. I've been hanging out with my cousin, who's my age, and her younger sister, who's 20. And honestly, it's like sending me. Like, she, just how carefree she is. I'm like, I miss college. I mean, I don't miss college, but I miss college so much. I miss aspects, but honestly, up until the pandemic, I was so content with my state. Like, it's going to get to the point I think once you get into the real job world where you might, I think probably everybody has that wall that they come up against where they're like, oh, I've been doing the same thing forever. I need to switch. And I could definitely see that happening down the line. But I was feeling fresh. Like I had a job. I was in a, like Portland, the city with all my friends hanging out. So uh, I got distracted because you were cutting out. And I was like, please, no. And then I was like, I'm just going to ad-lib on and, and just continue on. And hopefully she'll connect back in. And then you did. But then I like couldn't figure out my thought. It was just too much to handle. 
Well, before we lose you all together, why don't we just dive right into the main topic of the day? Slow news week. Okay, slow, oh, slow. slow news week. Um, but actually, this incident took place uh, yesterday, and I was fuming out of every orifice on my body because I was so angry because I hate James Charles so much. So I'm going to walk everybody through this drama, this tea between James Charles and Lauren Conrad, and we'll just see where the wind blows us. Um, we did post a, a sticker question on <laughs> our Instagram, and we had some good, we had some thoughts. Uh, a couple people asked us to cover the DNC. Wrong podcast, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I stan. Uh, DNC actually stands for, in our case, do not cover. We are not going to cover that event. Um, <laughs> Simply because, yeah, this is uh, this is not a political podcast, even though we have made it political. Clearly, yeah. Previous episodes, <laughs> I feel like that that our comments in previous episodes sum up our feelings about the DNC. They, we love they, it totally. We stand the DNC, um, but I will say because my dear friend Sarah Jean asked me to cover what's going on with the USPS. Uh, it's a lot. And what I will say, because everybody is should be socially responsible enough to vote, no matter what their political affiliation is. So make sure that you Google how to vote in my my state and come up with a plan right now so that when it's time to vote, you know what you're going to do. And know what dates you have to mail it in by. Yeah, we're, I mean, in Oregon, it's different because Oregon's all mail-in. So it's, I feel like we're, I think it's just Oregon and Hawaii that's completely mail-in. Oh, wow. So I'm like chilling over here because there's going to be ballot drop off boxes. So I don't feel threatened, but maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it's a whole Not thing. yet. You're safe for now. Anyway, um, but anyway, come up with a plan and don't ask me about it because I'm not going to be the resource, but that is my advice. Alrighty. So for James Charles, let's just recap the events. And Emily, I'm wondering, do you have the historical knowledge about his little incident with Alicia Keys a few weeks back? I do. Yes. I was, I've been very active on Twitter lately, but I was telling Audrey before this episode, I was like, okay, we're covering James Charles. I can't wait to listen to you. Like I, this is. Oh, you cut out. And I just cut out. Uh, but <laughs> you were going to say this is. Well, I would. This so much, dude. Uh, this is your realm, and I'm. I mean, I'm obviously excited to throw in a couple takes here and there, but I'm very excited to hear you talk about James because I know how much you hate him. Uh, I do. Well, so here's what happened for those of you who don't know. So a few weeks ago, it came out that Alicia Keys was rumored to drop a line of skincare products uh, in collaboration with Elf, which is a makeup brand. And Charles, Charles, James Charles <laughs> tweeted <laughs> right away, and he dirty deleted it shortly after, but he treated, tweeted right away that people, quote, people who do not wear makeup should not be coming out with makeup brands, but that's just my opinion. Then, you know, everybody was pissed because they were like, bro, get over, like, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's, yeah, I'm sh- yes, the market is saturated, but you're not the decision maker of whether or not someone can make a makeup brand. And he got up a lot of backlash. Then he tweeted, I mean, he did a little notes app apology action, you know, we're used to seeing that on the YouTuber realm. And it said, yesterday I posted a subtweet about how I thought some celebrities shouldn't launch makeup lines. It was about Alicia Keys. 
A few years ago, she announced that she no longer would wear makeup, so I was bothered because many celebrities come into the beauty space as a cash grab without any actual passion and then leave. I deleted the tweet after a few minutes because it's childish to indirect tweet someone and I'm not the gatekeeper of makeup. Anyone should be able to secure their bag and it's not up to me which brands people should or shouldn't support. I'm now glad that I did delete it because after further reading, I learned that the beauty line is skincare. This was my mistake and I should have read more before tweeting because literally who better to talk about keeping your skin clear without makeup. Regardless of my intention with my tweet, it ended up being a microaggression against someone I respect. So to Alicia Keys, I owe a direct apology. I'm sorry. It wasn't my place to gatekeep this industry and I can't wait to support you. Blah, 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 blah. So basically, he knew he was shitty and he apologized and he said, you know, I'll learn. I'm going to, I make my mistakes. I'm moving forward. Yeah. Here's my question. How many, we should actually count how many formal apologies has this guy had to make? Like I'm Loki after just seeing how many celebrities constantly have to put these statements out. I'm like, maybe I should pursue that as a career. Oh my gosh. Well, I was thinking, so my thing is, I think that when you work in social media, it's your job to post constantly Like, James can't stop posting on Instagram because that's what I would do. I'm like, shit, I'm fucking up. Like, I'm just going to stop posting, but that's his job. So it's like, I get that you're making, you're going to make mistakes. And as long as you are like, like consistently owning up to those mistakes when you should be, then that's good. But if you're making the same mistake over and over and over again, then there's a problem and you're not learning. You're just getting caught every single time. So that's where this whole Lauren Conrad thing comes up. And also, before I dive into Lauren Conrad, lest we forget that James Charles thinks he's a fucking pop star, when in reality he's the absolute worst singer ever. I'm sorry, like he could the be the worst. Sweetest, he could be the sweetest kid, and I would still say he's a horrible. Like he is not a good singer. And so if you're going to criticize other people, for, for needing to stay in their lane, then maybe you should stay in your lane, sir, okay? So moving forward from Alicia Keys, um, two weeks later from that incident, meaning two weeks from yesterday because Lauren Conrad shit happened yesterday on Wednesday, he posts the following video. Now, I actually am going to play you a clip because I don't feel that reading the words that he spoke gave justice to the shittiness of his behavior, okay? So let me just play you this clip really quick. Having a really weird day. Maybe one day I'll tell you guys about it, but honestly, probably not because I probably can't. Um, But I have just been really sitting here thinking like, wow, could this actually get any weirder or any worse? And it just did. Um, I just opened a PR package from a new makeup brand from somebody who has no business having a makeup brand. And I just wanted to show you guys Um, some of these products, okay? This is the liquid highlighter that I just opened up. Notice anything weird about it? There's no highlighter in there, nor is there a cap, and it's not even sealed. Like, I actually just received this this piece of plastic in a PR box. I'm going to cover the brand. Um, This is the eyeliner that I just got. You notice the tip is white, right? That's because there's no ink in the actual eyeliner pen. Like... Stop, stop making makeup brands. Stop, stop. Okay, now let's clear some things up. So here's what's going on in this video. He's showing off two makeup components. The first is like a little, looks like a liquid highlighter 
squeezy thing that's small, kind of like the size of a lip balm, but it has highlighter in it. And it's fully empty. And like the bottom portion that would normally be sealed is fully open. Like there was never any product in it. And then there's another one that's an eyeliner that same deal. It didn't have any ink in it. Clearly it was a mistake. Like, but his argument in this video is, oh, like these famous people need to stop making makeup brands because they have no idea what they're doing. That's basically what he's insinuating in this video. And before I move forward, I just have to say how frustrated I was when I saw this Instagram story because do you have any recollection of what's happening in the actual world and this is what you were losing your shit about? On social media, you're calling out another famous person who he was showing the, he, he covered the brand name, but he was showing the products you can eventually someone will be able to deduce whose makeup brand it was. And you're making the exact same mistake you made with Alicia Keys. You're having a gut reaction. He's clearly emotional. And I'm not trying to like, oh, he's emotional. I'm just saying like, he's clearly, you know, triggered by (laughs) this experience. And instead of thinking about it, instead of being professional and reaching out to her PR team, he gets on Instagram and he makes an Instagram story. Like, where is your PR professional who tells you not to do this shit? Like, just focus on yourself. So then, Lauren... Wait, how, oh, yeah. old, how old is he? 21. Oh, my God. And he, and he broke into this industry. I think 19 was when he popped off. And, you know, I tried... Like, I try to think of him as a person, and I, and I want to give him grace because I had imagined that it's hard pretty much growing up into your, like, actual adulthood in the limelight, but he is so... The, the throne of privilege that he is sitting on to be saying the actual words, I was having a horrible day, and then this happened. Like, could it get any worse? I'm just like, yes. Actually, it can. <laughs> It can, good sir. You can be on Kamado Island with no Wi-Fi struggling to stay on this podcast Zoom call right now. And let me just say this. How dare you disrespect Lauren Conrad like that? So true. So true. She invented winged eyeliner. She invented influencer. Like, she was one of the OG influencers. One of the very first reality TV stars who had an influence. I can't. Wait, I'm looking up. I'm Googling right now. Uh, honest to God, we need a name for this segment. Like, I can't is what the name is. What's the segment? <laughs> what, what segment? Well, like, just because at this point, I think every episode... Just showing clips. Oh, no. I meant, like, Googling stuff. We oh. Google something every episode. Like, Let's call it um, Googling. Google, Googling stuff. Googling stuff. Yeah, could you write a little jingle? That's it. Googling stuff. Oh, I like that. Um, oh, my God. That's what it was called. Okay, I had to look up the name of her book. Um, you might remember L.A. Candy. Yep. It was iconic. I read that, and it changed my life. It was such a trash book, but I remember thinking it was so cool because I know that Lauren Conrad wrote it. She also had a book called Beauty. Like, she is an influencer, and she can do whatever the fuck she wants. You know, I agree that the space is saturated, but, like, if that's the argument, then, James, leave the space. Like, and I do, I really think it comes from a place of jealousy and a feeling of being scared that these makeup brands are going to be more successful than his, because obviously that's on the, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but, like, 
any beauty guru is going to make a makeup line. Like it's pretty much, it's the path to success. Like you don't get a promotion. You make a makeup line when you're a beauty, beauty guru. So I think he's feeling like, all these people are like launching their products before me. And like, I'm scared. The other thing is fucking Addison Ray, his bestie Addison Ray. She's a bad bleep. Addison Ray just want she's launching a beauty line so why don't you talk some shit about addison ray because she doesn't she shouldn't be making a beauty line addison? and charlie charlie and charlie dixie and dixie are doing beauty. a partnership with uh morphe i'm like fuck off like you're the worst i can't also dixie is out here like dropping singles like that's not her space to be in either technically but nobody's coming for her Yes, and he acknowledged with the Alicia Keys stuff, I am not the gatekeeper of this industry. So what are you doing? Like, are you, is somebody just writing these for you and you're posting them and you're not even like comprehending them? Like, ah! So anyways, after this happened, so I'm like, oh my God, this fucking, I can't. Then Lauren um, (laughs) comes on Instagram and she's so, she's such a chiller. She handled this chef's kiss. Truly. Um, I think it was a comment on an Instagram that was then sort of shuffled around. But she wrote, for those asking about the empty components sent to James, dot, 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 let me tell you a funny story. The woman who put together the gifts, it was me, decided to fill a makeup bag full of empty samples to make sure everything would fit inside. When beauty products arrived and it was time to fill all the makeup bags, she, again, me, accidentally included the bag full of empties with the others and it was sent out. She will be let go immediately, she joked. Okay, that was iconic. The, the most fire response. Like, and you know, I just said that a bunch of celebrities are always posting, especially YouTubers, like formal apologies. And she could have very easily just issued, like, I'm so sorry, James. Like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, this was an accident. But she handled this just absolutely perfectly. Flawless, Flawless incredible, energy. impeccable, hilarious, lighthearted. And it makes him look even more down. Oh, we had a little cut, but at I the very you. end, or yeah, you, it was like even more down. <laughs> but it's cool. And then, obviously, he was in the wrong. So then he came out with another apology on Instagram Live a couple hours later, and he goes, "Wanted to write an apology to Lauren Con- Conrad for my stories earlier. I've been on the verge of tears all day long from a ton of things going wrong, and opening her PR package was the icing on the cake of weird things happening today. My stories talking about the products were supposed to be funny, but they just came across as nasty because I was so upset, not with her, but with other things that happened today. We spoke privately, and we're both good. Dude, I honestly, I would believe you up until the point where you're making these comments of, stop, stop, stop making beauty lines, stop. I'm just like, no. You had negative intentions and you're never going to learn and you're a spoiled brat and I hate you. I hate it. And I I don't like to hate people because I like what James stood for. But now I think he's a horrible influence. I think he's out of touch. He is not in tune with reality. He's spoiled. He's privileged. And I just, I can't. I can't. Excuses, excuses. Well, yeah. The fact that he was like, oh, I've been on the verge of tears all day, like so many weird things happening. I'm like, dude, you just got a PR package from Lauren Conrad. Like your life is not hard. You got a package of free products and your life did not change. 
at all. I just, I cannot even imagine like a normie getting that PR package being like, oh my God, I got empty. <laughs> I would be like, I would frame each and every one of them. It would be incredible. And it would be a story for the ages, but not for James Charles because he's trash. No, he's actually trash. I really didn't know much about like YouTubers until I lived with Audrey last year. And I remember, I think I watched one James Charles video and I low-key liked him at first because I was like, okay, he's fun. And like, that was when, that was back when he was like collabing with Emma Chamberlain, who I love. And so I think I liked them together, but then- Oh, I don't stand Emma on, Chamberlain anymore, by the way. You don't like her anymore? I don't stand her anymore, no. Okay, that's tea. Honestly, we could cover that later. Um, <laughs> I noticed that she came out with a coffee company. She did, Chamberlain Coffee. Maybe I should buy some. Do you think I should? No. Okay, I will. <laughs> Oh, God. She cut out again. Full. Just because I liked her a lot, but... Oh, there we go. She's back, baby. God. It's okay. We're rough around the edges, but that's how they like it. <laughs> we know our demographic. Um, but yeah, anyway, basically, I just, after I watched a couple videos of his, I started hating him more and more. So I'm on your side with this one. James Charles is the definition of the wrong side. He is. And there is no amount of crawling and scraping with his long nasty nails that will get him to the right side <laughs> have you ever had acrylic nails i did i have but not that long as as is the fashion i i don't get it to be honest because i like to pick my eye boogers i like to pick my regular boogers i like to pick my ears i like oh to pick my God. hang nails like you name it i'm picking it so. <laughs> fuck dude she keeps cutting out and then it's like this awkward silence <laughs> no i heard all of that okay wait wait but I, I just have to say that the long nails honest to god scare the hell out of me they do i mean i just i don't understand the ergonomics of it but i do the functionality think it does, yeah it does elon i you know there are those comments like how do they wipe their ass? And it's like, they figure it the fuck out. Like, that's the least of my concerns. For me, it's the picking. Where does the picking start? Maybe his PR person is, like, too busy picking his eye boogers for him instead of writing out. Well, that's what I was curious about. Like, does Kylie, like, because she had her long nails for a while. I think she stopped. But, like, did she have other people do Stormy's, like, diapers? Oh, she had to have. That's interesting. I can't judge. I don't know that I wouldn't, I don't know that I would change my baby's diapers if I could pay someone to do it and they would do it happily. And my yeah. baby's never going to know. <laughs> no, I was talking to my mom about this the other day. I was like, it's insane to me that when you have a child, they don't remember anything from the first, like, I feel like my earliest memory is in preschool. So I literally, all the hard work that my parents put into me, like the first few years, gone. Like they could have been gone and I would have, wouldn't have even noticed, wouldn't no, have remembered. I know. I have a few memories from preschool, but I swear to God, like most of my memories don't start until around fifth grade. Like I can remember what my first grade classroom looks like. I can remember what my, I don't know, like I remember the names of some people and like certain situations. But in terms of like, if I wanted to go back into my memory, like organically and not be triggered by a sound or a smell or something, I would have a really hard time pulling from something before 10 years old. Wait, that's so interesting. 
isn't it? It's sad. I'm like, fuck. Where are they? Yeah, they're in there. I don't know. So, (laughs) so as I mean, luckily this James Charles thing happened, and so we were like, okay, we have that to discuss. But then we were like, literally, what else is there to talk about? Because it has been the slowest week of all time. But then we started chatting about right before the podcast about whether or not we had listened to the most recent Call Her Daddy episode, which had Miley Cyrus on it. And we both listened. So we figured we would just like chat about that briefly and just see how we both felt about the episode. Obviously, it was the biggest episode that podcast has ever had. Very exciting things for Alex Cooper. And yeah, I'd just love to hear your thoughts on it because I made one comment about how I really liked it and Audrey immediately goes, I think we may have differing opinions. (laughs) So now we are going to discuss. Well, I enjoyed it. I thought that it was interesting to listen to and entertaining. Like that is a lot to achieve in a podcast if I don't want to turn it off because I'm bored. I just felt like Alex needs more. And I think she's open to this feedback based on like the things she's posted and stuff. But I think she needed way more experience in interviewing because that's not really her structure of call her daddy it's more like conversational and I don't know how they you know do it internally but it seems like she has it pretty down to a science where they can get some good content and I also watched her vlog about meeting Miley and in the vlog she said that they had to get topics approved with Miley so that she knew what roads to take and to not take within the conversation so I'm imagining that the pressure to make sure that the conversation doesn't go which way or another is a lot to do and so at times I felt like she kind of just kept talking about dicks and butts and stuff when I was like dude you sound like really childish and I know this is your core audience and your core topic is to talk about sex but this is not, you know, like talk about sex a little because obviously Miley's down if she's like a, a call her daddy stan. But also, can we get some tea? Can you ask us the questions that we've all been waiting to ask? Like, could she have prepared some questions and shared with Miley's team to confirm that she could ask those questions and come with a piece of paper, dog? Like, I don't know. So I thought it was fun, but I just think she has a lot of, she has a long runway ahead of her to, to become better at her craft. I so agree. I think having somebody that big on the podcast and maybe she just didn't know how to handle it because even though she's interviewed people or like had guests on the show before, like no one near Miley's status. And so I'm sure it was a ton of pressure and I could, you could kind of hear how nervous she was, even just the way that she was laughing. And yes, she was, she'd be like, oh, that's so interesting. And I'm like, you don't say that. Yeah, exactly. You could tell that she was nervous, which I thought was kind of cute. And then I also... I felt like secondhand embarrassment for her because, I mean, and she handled it beautifully, but I think she like asked Miley like, oh, do you have any recommendations for like sex toys that the listeners should get? And she was like, yeah, so don't hang a chandelier above your bed. And she was like, wait, Oh my God, that was so weird. That was a really uncomfortable moment. Even when Miley was answering, I was like, wait why something didn't compute in that moment yeah it just it turned it took a weird like interior design turn um which I really wasn't here for like the first half of the episode I would say like the first 70 percent was really really good and then the last 30 percent the ending was just a little weird when she was talking about her marriage the song her relationships how she you know handles the media and all the press like I really liked hearing about that but the end when when Alex was trying to ask her yeah more like call her daddy based 
questions, I did not like it. Because you could tell Miley wasn't into it. And so I'm like, why are you forcing it when it's not, it, it does not seem natural at all. It was really interesting to hear how Miley was basically like, yeah, I don't like foreplay. Like, let's just get it over with kind of vibe. I was like, dude, I think that Miley is really hyper aware of how she's perceived by the public because she's had so many caricatures over the years. I I also really liked how she asked her, you know, I'm sure she hates talking about Hannah Montana, but I actually really liked how she kind of got that information out of her. And yeah, I agree. That was, that was some good tea. I think she got some good nuggets. You know, she talked about how Miley, oops. You get notifications (laughs) every podcast. I, oh my God. Oh God. I'm so unprofessional. We get it. You're fire her. Fire her. Oh my God. She will Um, be let go immediately. (laughs) But what I was going to say was she spilled the tea that she lost her virginity to the guy she married, which would be Hemsworth boy. Hemsworth boy. I love understanding the meanings of songs. Truly for a long time, like starting in middle school, I feel like I frequently Google like, what does this song mean? Just because I like figuring out like what place it's coming from. And I, so I did like how she was talking about what certain lyrics meant in the song. And I didn't even notice how she incorporated both like male and female, like yeah. involved with her. And I wouldn't have even noticed that listening to the song. So I just liked hearing that and how, you know, she said her instinct is always to like lash out of the media right away, but she's learned to kind of bite her tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. Yeah, overall, it was good. And I I have nothing bad to say about Alex, but I think she definitely has a lot of room to grow, which is exciting. Like, it's cool to see that she's on a good trajectory, it seems, because this is the biggest star that they've ever gotten. And the more she interviews bigger stars, the more comfortable she'll get. So, dude, imagine. Do you think Sophia listened to that podcast? Thousand percent. I was like dying. I saw so many comments just being like, Sophia is punching the air right now. Oh, she was probably so unwell. I can't even imagine. But that's on her. The other thing is that um, there are some follow-up action or follow-up action items. Oh, I'm not. I'm still in work mode. <laughs> She's there like typing an email as she records this podcast. Follow-ups from the Britney Spears conservative for conservative. <laughs> conservative conservative conservatorship fucking a uh allegedly she is strongly opposed to her father being a sole conservator which is just blowing my mind and i i can't even talk about it that much but i just wanted to let everybody know that that's the latest my friend tim was actually covering the free britney Britney protests in la and he said it was crazy, and he got some film. There are tons of people that were like, free Britney, we want to see her with a different conservator. And I just, I, I can't wait to find out what happens with that. I really hope there's something next week, because I'm, that's the news that we need right now. After this week, we deserve that. This is what Britney's attorney wrote in what they filed on this last Tuesday, which it says, we are now at a point where the conservatorship must be changed substantially in order to reflect the major changes in her current lifestyle and her stated wishes. T. Wait, are you Googling right now? Yeah, I'm Googling. You have to do I'm your Googling jingle. It. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should do an Instagram poll on which jingle people like better. Were they not the same? No, because the first time you said Googling stuff. Oh, 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 oh I'm Googling it. <laughs> that was hiking good. 
<laughs> okay, that's it. That's the winner. That, that's the forget, podcast right there. Forget the poll. Oh my god. I'm gonna get copyright claimed by Miley herself. Your creative and artistic ability Ooh. just blows me away. Ooh. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm just giving the people what they want. Wait, I know what I was going to say. After we talked about the Call Her Daddy episode, I was thinking we should probably start manifesting like a dream celebrity guest that we want on our show in like two years or like next month, whatever works for the universe. Yeah, Um, either or. Either or. We're not picky at all, but preferably, hopefully it's when we have nicer microphones um, and better Wi-Fi. Is there anybody that comes to mind right away? Oh. Because I have mine. Oh, you do? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. It really depends on, because I'm trying to think, too, of, like, guests that would be more open to answering the hard-hitting questions, because I don't think really super famous people would open up the way I need them to. This guest that I have in mind would. Who? Are you sure you want me to tell you, or do you want to think of somebody first? Because I don't (sighs) want this to influence your decision. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. Go. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen. Oh, okay. I mean, she would spill the tea. I just love her as a human being, and I love John, but they're kids. Luna, Miles, I could not be more obsessed with the family, and she is now pregnant with their third child, so we could maybe have all three of them be guests on the show. It would just be incredible. It would be absolutely incredible, and she's so in tune with everything. She knows everybody, so if we had a question about a certain celebrity at that time, I'm sure she would have some some tea to spill. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm here for that. I think she would definitely answer any insider info questions we might have. Yeah. I think mine would be... Okay. So the one that I had in mind was John Mayer because I think he would spill tea and I think he would be really funny and cool. What a great idea. Yeah, I thought so. So should we just get that locked and loaded? I think so, yeah. Who do you want to reach out to first, Chrissy or John? So there's John or I had a, I, I was also thinking a Kardashian just because I have so many questions and I would love to just get them answered, but I don't think they would answer them the way I would want. No, and also which one, which sister would you want? Him or Kylie, for sure. They're my faves. I would want Rob. Rob could spill some tea, but he's kind of boring. Not going to lie. I would say Kylie. Yeah, because I think she's a chiller. She's our age, and I love her a lot. Although I I loved watching on, um, what is his show called? James Corden, The Late Late, late show? late show? Shouldn't you know? I'm embarrassed for you, but go on. <laughs> anyway, um, they. I'm trying to remember if it was Kendall and Kylie, but some of the Kardashians played the whole like spill your guts or fill your guts, and it was actually iconic. Yeah. So I think I, they would spill the tea. Yeah, but you know that they get those things, they get those questions approved ahead of time. Oh. It's so annoying. Like, I get it, but I'm just, I can't. I, our world is so weird. I'm going to get, I'm going to get too shook if I think about it too long. <laughs> uh, well, well, I feel like that was a solid, like, that was honestly. <laughs> Well, would you look at the time? Uh, no, I feel like that was such a solid, actually like somewhat long episode for having quite literally nothing to do. We really, really pulled that out of our asses there. We did. It has been pulled. And I just want to say, um, we might make the question sticker kind of a weekly thing because I would love 
to cover what our fans want us to cover. So, and feel free to DM us anytime, but hopefully, you know, the VMAs are coming up soon. So maybe some hot tea will come out of that. I'm so excited for that. We will cover that. No DNC, but VMA. Yeah. Get your acronyms on lock, baby. Sorry. I'm trying to think of what VMA could stand for. Very music-y, eh? (laughs) We must very masterfully analyze the VMAs. Ooh, you're kind of smart. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us for another week of The Wrong Side, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Hopefully I have better Wi-Fi. Sorry, guys. Bye.